Hello and welcome to Gospel Missionary Podcast. Um, today we are going to teach on the topic, uh, the kingdom versus religion, or the power of religion. And our text is taken from Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. Galatians 1, verse 11. King James Version. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. And we need to understand who's speaking here as well. There is the when you read from the Amplified, say, For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed, made known by me, is not man's gospel. A human invention according to or pattern after human standard. The new living, dear brothers and sisters, I solely assure you that the good news of salvation which I preach is not based on mere human reasoning or logic. So he's trying to tell you that the gospel that he preached was not based on human logic. Or human wisdom or human mind or thinking in verse 12 we say for I neither perceive it of man that I was I taught it but by the revelation of Jesus Christ so in other words I was not inspired by man and I was not taught by man but it was Christ himself who revealed this word to me who revealed himself to me or who revealed this gospel to me so i do not inherit it from you or from anybody but from christ <laughs> verse 13 said for you have heard of my conversation in time past in the jewish religion wow in the jewish religion so in other words you heard about me how was a jewish how i was practicing judaism as a religion out that beyond measure i persecute the church of god and wasted it amplifier version said you've heard of my earlier career and former manner of life in jewish religion and what is the jewish religion that is judaism how i persecute and abuse the church of god extensively and with fanatical zeal did my best to make havoc and destroy it you know what i was like when i followed jewish religion how i violently persecuted the christians i did my best to get rid of them and so paul is trying to tell you about his past in the scripture in this verse telling you that he was part of the jewish religion which is judaism and judaism is one of the oldest religions okay and so because of that he was serious to extend that the persecuted of the church and his mission was to get rid of the kingdom of god and i said and profit in the jewish religion above many my equals in my own nation being more excellently zealous of the tradition of my father 
But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by His grace to reveal His song in me, I might preach Him among the heathen immediately, I confirm, not with flesh and blood. So He's giving you a testimony of how religion make use of Him to become an opposition or to get rid of the kingdom. But the question here is this, did Paul, was Paul able to get rid of the kingdom when he was Saul? And we all know the answer is big no. Instead of getting rid of the kingdom, the kingdom made him to become the kingdom. Hallelujah. So let's get to understand what is religion? What is the meaning of the word religion? Well, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, religion is a belief in a worship of gods or any such system of superstitious belief and worship. Religion is also that which depends, depends sorry, on human tradition. Religion depends on what? Human traditions. Observing rituals, spiritual forces of this world rather than who? Christ. Let us see what the scripture says in Colossians 2, verse 8, to justify what I just said. Colossians 2, 8. 2, 8 says something. Be realist and man spoil you through what? Philosophy. So religion is man philosophy. And vain deceit. Religion is lie. After the tradition of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. So let's understand what is the tradition. Because the scripture says, let no man fool you. Through what? Number one, philosophy. Number two, true lie. Number three, true tradition. So these three, these are three components of religion. Religion is just man philosophy. Religion is just lie. Man lies. Religion is just man tradition. And so what is tradition? Tradition is a long established ritual. That's the first thing. Number two, system of belief that is passed down from one generation to the next generation. Let us see what Mark chapter 7 Verse 5 to 9 says, Mark 7. Nine, he said, And he said unto them, Fool, well, you reject the command of God that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor the father and mother. And whosoever causes the father or mother, let him die. But you said, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is carbon, that is to say, a gift. But whatsoever thou might be profit by me, ye shall be free. And he suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition which you have delivered, and many such like things you do. This version does 
you are nullifying and making void of no effect the authority of the word of God through your word tradition, which in turn hand on and many things of this kind you are doing. As such, you break the law of God in order to protect your own tradition. And this is one, this is only one example. There are many others that you have done. So in other words, religion breaks the word of God or nullify the word of God. Religion nullify the word of God. Let's read from verse 5, sorry. Verse 5 say, Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not the disciple according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? This is Jesus Christ. It's the, 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 the Pharisees and the scribes were religious men. And they have a tradition that you must wash your hand first before eating. And so Jesus Christ, according to them, disciples break the tradition by eating the bread without washing their hands. So they had an issue with that. He answered, said unto them, Well, hath Elijah prophesied of you hypocrite? As it is written, These people honored me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. How bad in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandment of men, for laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots, cups, and many other such like things you do, but you nullify the word of God. So, from these scriptures, we we'll learn that religion is hypocrisy. Number two, religion honors God with their lips because they believe in doing. They believe in doing. They believe in doing. So religion is a hypocrisy. When you read from the Amplified Version, you see, but he said to them excellently and truly so that there will be no room for blame. Did Isaiah prophesy of you, the pretenders and hypocrites, as it stands writing, these people constantly honor me with their lips, but their hearts hold off and far distance from me. That is religion. Now, there are three key elements that makes up religion. Number one element. Before religion become a religion, it must have a set of beliefs in higher powers. It can be demons or spirits. Number two, a before a religion become a religion, it must have a system of practice for worshipping that power. Number three, before religion become a religion, it must have a set of do and do not do. More principles to follow. Now,
One other thing I want you to understand here is this. Judaism is the foundation of the Christian of Christianity. Judaism believe in the Old Testament and they anticipate the coming Messiah. So in other words, Judaism teach on the Old Testament and the focus on prophecy and the laws. They teach on the Old Testament and the focus on what? The prophecy and the law. And so they are anticipating the coming Messiah. They are waiting on Jesus Christ. They believe that there is a Messiah that the prophets prophesy about. That it will come and deliver the world. They believe that. But when Jesus Christ came, they did not accept him as the Messiah. As I'm speaking right now, the Jewish people are still waiting for the Messiah to come. So one other thing I want you to understand here is this. While they are waiting for the promise of the coming Messiah, promise give them something to do. <laughs> so religion is what you do while waiting on the promise. While waiting on the promise. So religion is what you do until you meet the kingdom of God or until you receive the kingdom of God. Like what the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. It said, if any man is in Christ, the word in Christ means baptized in Christ or deep in Christ or immense in Christ. And the scripture says, he's a new creation. Behold, all things have passed away and now everything has become new. The old things have passed away and everything has become new. And you will ask yourself a question, what is the old thing that has passed away? The old thing that has passed away is the religion. It's religion. It's the old Adamic nature. Is an act of pleasing the flesh. Is an act of man forcing their way, their effort in order to please God. Those things have been passed away. And the Bible says all things have become new. And let's listen to what the scripture says. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. The word creates means to make. That is the reason why when Jesus Christ came, he said, follow me. For I will make you. Why making you again? It is because you as a man have lost the kingdom in the garden of Eden. Have lost your identity. You have lost your position. You have lost your authority. So Christ has come to give you or to restore the kingdom that was stolen from you. To restore that identity. To restore that authority. To restore that position. Jesus Christ came for that. Jesus Christ came for that. And this is what religion do wants. Because religion 
make you to do while the kingdom of God makes you become from the scripture read has become a new person so you see so whenever the kingdom penetrates in your life it does not actually to do things but it makes you to become somebody it makes you to receive an identity it makes you to receive an authority it makes you to receive a position religions makes you to become a slave religion enslaves you while the kingdom gives you an authority religion subdues you while the kingdom promotes you religion suppress you while the kingdom gives you freedom while the kingdom gives you freedom so we have to understand these things so that you and I will break off from the spirit of religion now when we come to the kingdom versus religion the kingdom was Christ because every one of us knew that let's read Matthew chapter 4 chapter 4 verse 7 Mark chapter 4 sorry Matthew sorry 4 7 Matthew 4 7 say Jesus said unto him it is written again oh, oh. I guess it's 17 sorry It said from that time Jesus began to preach and said to them repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand When we read from the amplified version from that time Jesus began to preach saying out repent and when you ask what is repent change your mind for the better happily amend your ways for the kingdom of heaven is at hand say so from then on Jesus began to preach turn from your sins and turn to God because the kingdom of heaven is near so what does it mean to repent to repent is to renew your mind to let go the old and receive the new that has come so jesus christ used the word repent fresh because the kingdom cannot be mixed with the old nature So in order for you to receive the kingdom of God, you must let go the old. You must let go the old. So so Jesus preached the kingdom of God. And when we read Luke chapter 8 verse 1, Luke 8:1. It say after it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve were with him so what it does he trained his disciples he went out with his disciples first indoctrinating them teaching them sorry to become or to do the same thing 
So he was zealous about the kingdom because he brought the kingdom to man. The kingdom that was taken, the kingdom that departed, he brought the kingdom. So he went from village to village, from town to town, preaching the kingdom. And let's see what he told his disciple. Nine, one. He said, then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure disease. He gave them what? Power, authority over all devils to cure what? Disease. So, in other words, the purpose of the power was to domin- to subdue or to dominate the power of devils and to heal also disease. And send them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal all sickness. The sickness that he healed can be anything that limits men from accessing or entering the kingdom. So he gave them dominion over all those powers that we want to stop the kingdom from penetrating. So that is the reason why the kingdom of God is unstoppable. Because the kingdom is of power, is of authority, while religion is of lies and ritualism. There is a reason why no man can stop the kingdom. And no man can reject the kingdom of God. Once the kingdom comes in the right way, in the right time, you cannot reject it. Paul was zealous about persecuting the church. But when he met the king, he subdued. He subdued. When he met the king, he subdued. He subdued. Now, Jesus Christ was zealous. He preached the kingdom from place to place. Why? He asked the same question. Because the kingdom is the only answer to all the problems in the universe. And one of the things I want you to understand here is it's every man desire the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God focus on the manifestation or the or, or it focus on manifesting God in the earth while religion focus on appealing or applying tradition in buildings. The kingdom of God want to make God known to the earth, want to make God known in the universe. Religion is busy doing rituals in the building. So in other words, religion focus is more in the building, in the shrine, making no impact while the kingdom makes an impact in the lives of people. Let's read Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 13. Colossians 1, 12 to 13. I say, Given thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saint in light. So God has what? Made us to be partaker of the heavenly inheritance. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, so the kingdom of God make us to become the king 
to become just as the king, to look like the king, while religion focus on doing, doing, and doing in the building. Let's see how they do in the building. Matthew chapter 5, 15, sorry. Matthew 15, verse 1 says, Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees. The scribes and Pharisees were the Jew religious leaders of Jerusalem. And then they asked him, Why do the disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? Why? You break the, our traditions. For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. What does this have to do with you? Is it your mouth? But see, so religion is so busy body. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? So in other words, Jesus Christ asked him also, Why are you also nullifying the word of God by your tradition? So traditions nullify the word of God. He said, For God commanded him, Okay, let's go back to to verse 6 and 7. It says, verse 6 says, And honor not his father or his mother. Though have you made the commandment of God of none in effect by your tradition. He broke it. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? Say, These people draw near unto me with their mouth and honored me with their lips. But their heart is far away from us. So we see, we have read that scripture again. The kingdom transform from within, and religions focus on observing outward rituals from the scripture that we have just read. This kingdom brings transformation. The scripture says something: be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. So that you will see that good and perfect will of God. There is no transformation in religion. Religion did not transform, but it adds. It does not change you. It adds to you. Burdens. It adds to you burdens. The burdens of doing. The body of practicing. These are the things he add unto you. It does not change your life. It does not transform your life. The kingdom transformed from within. The kingdom of God demands changes of behavior while religion leads men to itself. The kingdom makes you someone to be while religion makes you or give you something to do. Religion give you something to do. Now let's just learn some powers of this, 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 this religion. Number one, negative power of religion. Religion customs are hindrances to the kingdom of God. That's what I want you to understand. And one of the things I want you to understand here is this. Christ has come to restore the kingdom that we lost. And so religion's power or practice, they are hindrances. To this kingdom, the, hind the kingdom of God. 
Matthew 23. Let's start from verse 13. He said, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, you see. For ye neither go in yourself, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. The scribes and the Pharisees, the religious leaders, they are not going to the kingdom of God. And they are also stopping us from going in the kingdom of God. That is what religious do. It hinders the kingdom. It hinders men from us as the kingdom of God. It hinders men from going to the kingdom of God. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, pretenders, hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in man's face, for you neither enter yourself, nor do you allow those who are about to go in to do so. How terrible it will be for you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you will not let others enter the kingdom of God, and you will not go in yourself. That is what religious law it shut up the kingdom. It shut up the kingdom. Verse 14. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows, houses, and for pretense make long prayer. Therefore you shall receive the greater damnation. The, new, the, the, the Amplified Version say. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, pretenders, hypocrites, for you swallow up widows' houses, and for a pretense to cover it up, make long prayers. Therefore, you receive the greater condemnation and heavier sentence. Religions condemns you. Religions con condemns you and sentence you to death. Whatever thing I want you to understand, in fact, religion is dangerous to the extent that it makes you kill God in the name of God. It is dangerous to the extent that it makes you kill God, the God in you, in the name of God. Let's also read verse 15. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compass sea and land to make one prostrate, and when he is made, you make him twofold more, the more, more the child of hell than yourself. Hmm. This is deep. Okay. Amplify. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, pretenders, hypocrites, for you travel over sea and land to make a single prostrate. And when he becomes one, you make him double as much a child of hell as you are. The hell over there is Gehenna. Yes, how terrible it will be for you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, for you cross land and sea to make one convert. And then you turn him into twice the son of hell as yourself are. So in other words, religion turns men into hell. Religion turns the kingdom into hell. Religion is the act of ignorance. Let me make you to understand this. Therefore, only ignorance men practice religion. It's an act of complete ignorance. Complete ignorance. So only ignorance men practice religion. Verse 16 says, Woe unto you blinds, guide, which say whosoever shall swear by the temple, 
there is nothing but whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple is a debtor. Ye fools and blind, for whether is greater, the gold on the temple, so you see, the word ignorance means darkness. So religion's power is more manifest in darkness. And the scripture helps us to understand that the, 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 the ruler of darkness, the prince of darkness is Satan. And he always operates in darkness. The word prince means ruler. And so Satan is the ruler of darkness. So darkness means ignorance. So Satan only has power to operate in ignorance. So religion is the act of ignorance. Religious spirit has everything, it makes everything become look perfect. It has a form of godliness, but lack the power to prove itself. Religion turns altars into throne. Religion justifies death and also destruction. One of the things I want you to understand here is to the extent that religion will create its own doctrine just to justify itself. Religion focuses more on doing rules. They will tell you, remove your earring. They will tell you, don't rub cream. They will tell you, you bow down like this. They will tell you, you must put on light candle. They will tell you, to buy anointing oil. They will tell you to sacrifice chicken. They will tell you to do this and do all those fun stuff. One of the things I want you to understand here is this. All the Old Testament rituals that we have practiced, we are just symbolic of the reality that was to come. And so if the reality has come, why should I do symbols? Why? Like for instance, we're hearing about anointing oil. The oil is just a symbol of the real anointing. But if we have the anointing here present with us, why should we use oil is a question. The sacrifice you used to sacrifice, they used to sacrifice in the Old Testament was just a symbolic of the real sacrifice. If Christ has come and sacrificed himself once and for all, why should I kill goat and animal? Why? I want to encourage you today that Jesus loves you so much. He has paid the price. The finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary is enough. It's very enough. It supersedes every other thing. It's very enough, brethren. So any other act of man to force their way or to make themselves right is contrary to the finished work of Christ. God hates it with passion. Let us surrender to him in faith and live by faith. And then he will bless us abundantly. I pray that this teaching bless you. And I pray that it change and transform your life. God bless you. Share. Amen.